Hello, and welcome to episode 98 of the Horror Stands podcast. Hi, I'm Matt. Hey, this is Steve. And today we have a nightmare on Elm Street for the Dream Master. From 1988, iconic piece of cinema, and we had to have an icon on this episode. So we have Brandon Austin back. Hi, Brandon. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk about this amazing Academy Award-winning movie. It should have won some Oscars. Like, yeah, especially for a certain actress. Oh, we'll talk about her. Um, yeah. <laughs> Patricia Arquette could never. Um, so this didn't win a whole lot, is what I'm inferring. Okay, I know we're shading, but I'm pretty sure, Brandon, you might be able to help me out. Wasn't this the highest grossing Nightmare film of all of all? It them? was. Wow. Yep. Okay. It was, and it like it. This is like what brought Freddy into like pop culture. Yeah, this people like call this like the MTV nightmare movie. Like you know, he was an icon at this point. This movie really kind of, you know, he's got the one liners and more screen time. You mm-hmm. know, which some people might not like, but those people don't like fun. I guess I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so now uh, help me out here, Nightmare Three. That was released when? Wasn't that just the year before? 1987. Yep. So Mm -hmm. only a year later, this... Wow. They're really churning these out. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, I don't know. And even, like, the vibes of this movie, like, it's so colorful. And, like, part three, it was, like, kind of darker. It almost seems like that movie is more early 80s to me, and this is later 80s. I don't know. But, yeah, it's... This is definitely more like like the review said, like MTV, colorful. Mm-hmm. It was just a year, and it's a pretty good quality. Matt's like, no, this movie is shit. No, they did a lot in that year, it seems like. <laughs> but Brandon, like, this is your favorite franchise, right? It is, yes. So can you tell us, like, give us the prequel of Brandon's life? Like, did you just <laughs> love these movies as a kid? Yeah, the, the first Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Is like the first horror movie I ever recall seeing as a kid. I wouldn't be able to tell you what age it was, but I mean, I remember vividly the like the VHS that my dad owned, and it was the old school VHS with the silver sticker, and you know how some VHSs had like it was black and then the tan uh, yeah, part. Mm-hmm. On one, yep. <laughs> so, I mean, it was that old. And I remember watching that and just like being super enthralled by it. And oddly enough, Nightmare 4 came out when I was four years old. And that, I remember seeing it at the drive in with my parents. Aww. <laughs> oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And that, ever since then, you know, it's been a journey with Freddy. And this is, uh, I mean, in my opinion, it's a pretty good series overall. Like, I don't hate any of the Nightmare movies except for the remake, which you can go back and listen to that episode where me and Matt are just dragging it the entire time. You can hear our Um, true thoughts. (laughs) But, yeah, like, I definitely have nostalgia for all the films. Because I know, like, five and six get a lot of shit, but they got some good stuff in them. They do, and you you can't deny that every single film had originality you know what i mean and character development and all that you know so man i think i remember you liking well we skipped over part two mm-hmm. but, uh, 
you loved part one and three. Yep, they were both great. And um, does this continue the streak? <laughs> I yeah, I still en- really enjoyed four. Um, um, of course, there's some like lore stuff that's a little confusing. I'm like, I mean, I think the writers were confused. So, oh. so it's, it's not just me. <laughs> okay, so this movie, like, there was a writer strike, which we know a lot about because you know we just had one recently. Yep. So they kind of had to rush the script, mm. which I think you can tell. So, I mean, I wouldn't say the script is the strong suit of this movie. It's like the special effects yes. and the visuals, yeah. you know, do a lot of the heavy lifting. Maybe Tuesday night's performance also um, <laughs> does a lot of the heavy lifting here. Um, but, yeah, did you remember? Did, did you notice the recasting? No, of- not not at first. No, I when I, I was like, that is, something doesn't seem right. So when I looked it up later, I was like, oh, okay. Go. That's not Patricia Arquette. It, is, it sure is not. <laughs> But yeah, so Brandon, where would this fall in your ranking? So uh, my ranking goes New Nightmare. Like I'll start at number oh, one. I can't wait to talk about New Nightmare. We have a while, unfortunately. <laughs> Although we do what we want around here, so uh, we'll skip some. Right. <laughs> you That's do right. what you want. <laughs> uh, new Nightmare, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Nightmare Three, and then it's Nightmare Four for me is number four yeah i would say this is my okay for me it would be the original new nightmare three than this so this is my fourth favorite too which one's okay. new nightmare um that is west craven's new nightmare from 1994 when obviously west craven came back to the series and mm-hmm. slayed it we'll just say that uh, all right all right maybe th- that movie was too ahead of its time for people people didn't get it at the time yeah. but now it's a a fan favorite so but people are a little (laughs) (laughs) Um, and this was directed by rennie harlan who after this you know became a pretty big action director he did die hard 2 cliffhanger with stallone and deep blue sea and now he's uh back to horror with uh three stranger films He seems like a weird fit for me with the Strangers franchise. Don't you think, Brandon? I think, I mean. He's more like over the top. He is, which I'm kind of anxious to see what he does with it. If he, you know, if he doesn't hold back with the, like the holy shit. (laughs) I thought he did great for, because I think I saw that this was only his second movie, right? Yeah, he directed this um, horror film called Prison, which it's like on my list. I almost watched it like a month ago, but I don't know. I, I didn't finish it, but, but um, yeah, like he did a great job in this movie. Like I said, like if this, the script isn't like the best. So this movie really needed some good directing and like, he kind of goes all out with the visuals here, but yeah, we open up with one of the best songs of all time <laughs> performed. <laughs> Running. So Tuesday night, Matt, she does this song, and she's the the Patricia Arquette replacement here. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, the song's a banger. It's on Spotify. Ooh, it's up there with Jennifer Love Hewitt's "How Do I Deal." Just <laughs> justice for these songs. I mean, just just play them back to back, and you'll be <laughs> happy. <laughs> I'll check them out on the way home. <laughs> but it is that opening credits sequence is fantastic. And even like the cinematography, so good. Like 
the shots of her and the house and the lightning and the rain. Yeah, it opens with her like walking up to the Nightmare on the Street house. And obviously she's been there before. <laughs> like this is all her fault though, let's be honest. That that's what I'm trying to figure out now. Like, okay, so she's in this like why is she back here? Because Fred they beat Freddy at this point. From the last film, right? It's like why is any of this happening? Like I think is it Joey or one of the other guys says like, you know, if you keep like messing around in there, you're gonna stir him up again. Yeah. Come on, Kristen. Do better. <laughs> be be calm, Kristen. Her yeah, this is one of the jokes me and Brandon have is her delivery of be calm, Kristen. <laughs> when the door slams behind her and she's like, oh, be calm, Kristen. She invented acting, queen. But I do love it though when she tries to get out and then it's just the same room but reverse. Like that's some cool shit. Mm-hmm. That's a cool shot with the tricycle falling on the stairs. The window randomly blowing up because Rennie Harlan loves exploding windows. I mean, it looks cool, so. It does, yeah. But that's when she gets, like, basically blown down the steps into the boiler room. She should have just stayed calm, you know. Yeah. (laughs) And then while she's in the dream, she calls Joey and Kincaid, who are from Nightmare 3. They were... Three of the survivors of the last of the Elm Street. Poor Joey and Kincaid. They didn't ask for this either. (laughs) Okay. Do we want to get into this now? What do you guys think about them killing all of the characters from the the previous film? Like very quickly. (laughs) I was actually kind of, I was on board with it. So sure. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's get in and let's see this new cast. Let's see what they can do. What about you, Brandon? I mean, which, which would you have chosen I mean, because they didn't have to die so quickly, right? I mean, they could have been in the movie. Freddie wants you to know he's not wasting any time. He's just going for him. <laughs> I just like the behind-the-scenes drama, how like they were annoyed that Patricia didn't come back, and they're like, we got to deal with this Tuesday girl. <laughs> and apparently she had a thing with Rennie Harlan. There's a lot of juicy gossip behind the scenes. And she was also hooking up with the guy playing her boyfriend in the movie, allegedly. Um Oh, Tuesday. The set, the set was messy. I would love to be a fly on the wall on this set out of any set in the world. Um, <laughs> Rent, there's gossip for them, and then there's gossip that her and Andra's like, hooked up to. I mean, yeah, you know, all these movies that we cover with all these young hot casts, they're all just banging each other, let's be honest. Um, but I mean... We don't slut shame. Shame. We here. We we support you. We Tuesday. embrace it. <laughs> we support. We support your singing career, and we support you being a whore. I mean, they're young. What's Tuesday up to nowadays? What is she doing, Brand? Well, I know her and Lisa were just in a movie together not too long ago. Lisa is the one who plays Alice, but I think a lot of them are just on the um. The convention track, yeah. Oh, yeah, they do They do really well. Yeah, how much did we shell out for an autograph of Nev? It's like 150. I think 150. At least. Yeah, but Tuesday's probably only getting, what, yeah. like 15? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, Tuesday, Tuesday, come on our podcast. Let us know how much you get proud of that. We stand <laughs> you in this movie. Are you getting Nev Campbell numbers? Let we, us know. 
you deserve more money than Nev Campbell. I said what I said. Oh, no, Nev will never come on. <laughs> Tuesday's got the biggest line at the convention. <laughs> Can you sign my um, nightmare song that you sang CD or cassette? Yeah. Record. Yeah, yeah, yeah record. get the record, the vinyl. <laughs> Stay calm, Tuesday. Thanks, Tuesday. <laughs> So we meet our cast of characters. Basically the 80s. What's that? It seems like just basically a gr- a, the 80s. This, this person is just the 80s. <laughs> Especially Deb with her big ass hair. So we got Deb. Yeah, She's you, have to, you like, have to go through a list of all of them. She loves the gym, apparently. <laughs> and she hates bugs. That are, that's her two characteristic traits. But I stand her. I love she, she was great. I mean, who doesn't hate bugs? I can get up over that. And fun fact, she was on the iconic sitcom from the 90s called Just the Ten of Us, which th- featured three Nightmare Girls. Heather Langenkamp was also in the cast. And whoever, one of the girls who died in the bus in the beginning of part two, she was in the show too. So Joanne Willett. But they were known as the Lovick Babes. I just know this stuff from the Nightmare documentary. So. Um, we have Sheila, she, a dork who's got asthma. As as dorks do. I have asthma, I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably all it did say, because they had no time to write this movie. <laughs> but props to them for having some, you know, so like a good variety of people. No, like I always appreciate, like I've said this on other episodes, like characters that are like you wouldn't think they would be friends, but they are. Mm-hmm. Right. And we have Dan, who's one major league hunk, as Alice <laughs> says in her, she has her, what do you call them, like daydreams? Day, daydreams, yeah. 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 They really want to stress that Alice daydreams in this <laughs> film. Yeah. I'm surprised the subtitle wasn't A Nightmare on Elm Street for Daydreamer. The Daydream something. Master. <laughs> I'm kind of here for that, actually. Daydreamer would be good. Dream Master, I always thought was a little too close to Dream Warriors. They yeah. could have done better and had my idea. <laughs> well, they call it the Dream Trilogy. Oh, that's true, too. Because the next one, Matt, is the Dream Child. Oh. The Child of the Dreams. Okay. And everybody loves that one. <laughs> um, Matt, or uh, Brandon, can you do a recreation of the the nozzle li- line reading here? Oh <laughs> so as they all pull up to school, you know, nerd sheila she is has to suck on her asthma her inhaler and she's does a big inhale and some big jock guy is like hey baby you're sucking on the wrong nozzle (laughs) (laughs) and you know deb always says she was back and she calls him a needle dick it's pretty funny and then of course yeah it was iconic you know deb and her big 80s hair and sheila looking up to deb and I love the the unsubtlety of her killing the bug, and I'm just focusing on this random dead bug because that won't come into play later. Never. <laughs> She's just digging her bag of Doritos <laughs> or off-brand Doritos. And how Deb, um, because she wants, to, what does she want to like copy off of Sheila's homework or something? Yeah, because because she, she's too busy at home watching Dynasty. Deb, do yourself a favor and get a VCR. 
You forgot to introduce Rick. <laughs> okay. So Rick, I was like obsessed with martial arts because of Rick as a kid. And I desperately wanted a punching bag, which I never got. So thank you to my parents for ruining my childhood. <laughs> I thought he was so cool. And now I watch it. I'm like, oh, Rick, <laughs> you think you're cool. I still like you, but he's like got no muscle. He's just very agile. Right. He's he's, <laughs> he's good with nunchucks. Yeah, he doesn't have an obvious double like his sister Alice, but we'll get to that <laughs> later. Iconic. <laughs> Am I missing any characters? I mean, Alice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our, yeah. our main girl, pretty much. <laughs> I could see how you could miss Alice. <laughs> yeah, we have Alice, who might also start in part five. Ooh. You know, had she just kept, I won't say that. Oh, <laughs> say if she just kept her legs closed, <laughs> you know, everything would have been fine, fine in part five, but that's fine. Right. Okay. So in defense of their horrible dad, this did look like a pretty shit meal, right? That looks like freaking rabbit food. What does he call it? What is this vegetation? Yeah, you call this vegetation a meal? I think it's just that he's just I'm kind a of on his side. Yeah, I don't want to work. T- he said like 10 hours or whatever, and then it's come home like to that. It's just like a sad-looking bowl of nothing. Yeah. Where's the meat? Where's the where's the tendies? I understand why he is always at the bottom of a bottle. Why yeah. why why he is the way he is. My favorite is when you say, I can't take this aggravation. Oh, yes. It's like off-screen, too. That's that's yeah. me all day. <laughs> You know, that was just, like, duped in. It, like, yeah, it was like, dubbed after. Just, yeah. Renny's like, we really need this to really show he's pissed off. So. <laughs> okay, and of course the dog is named Jason. I see what they did there. Oh, my gosh. Kincaid's dog. He's so yeah. cute. It's a, yeah, it's an adorable he dog. He causes a lot of problems, but... <laughs> he's so cute. Like, he's okay. It's yeah, okay. It's not Jason. his fault that he pisses fire once in a while. <laughs> Man, <laughs> he just has a really bad UTI. Right, he just needed <laughs> some pills. Yeah, take get him some azol and take me to the goddamn vet, Kincaid. <laughs> Matt, were you expecting Freddy to get resurrected in this f- fashion? No, not at all. I was super confused. It's I... so stupid and random, and I absolutely love it. You're you're here for it. <laughs> okay, am is am I getting this story right, Brandon? On the Okay, so there's this documentary called Never Sleep Again, which I'm sure a lot of people have seen. Mm-hmm. It's, like, so long, but it, like, goes into every single movie, like, in depth. It's great. That's really cool. But wasn't there a story about how Rennie ran into James Cameron, and he's like, yeah, yeah I'm directing Nightmare 4, and James is like, well, how, are you, how do you resurrect Freddy again this time? And he's like, a dog pisses fire. <laughs> and James is just like, okay. Uh, Avatar could never. This movie's better than Avatar. Let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, I I would stand up and say that's true cuz I think Avatar is very boring, but hey, Avatar <laughs> or <laughs> A Nightmare on Elm Street: The Way of Water. That's what we need. Yeah. See, Avatar could just be summed up as adults tell children not to do something. Children do something, trouble ensues. 
And that happens for like right. the, the all three acts of the freaking movie or however many acts there are. It's the same thing. Or just watch, watch Pocahontas. It's probably shorter and call it a day. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> so, And you get some good music. Right. <laughs> so this dog pisses fire and Freddy. Why does Freddy come back? How does he come back? Do they talk about it? Or like, are we just, he's just back. Because I can get on board with just being back. I just, I just kind of want to know. I don't know. They don't, they don't go into detail about why it was the dog. But like, I think we're supposed to just assume that Kristen did stir him She's up. She's kind again. of the worst. Like, and yeah. she keeps dragging them into her dreams, and they're like, "Let us fucking sleep in peace, girl." Right. Because she, you know, no matter if she like gets spooked, she's like. Joey Kincaid, help me. (laughs) (laughs) Trash friend. Yeah, God. She doesn't care about anybody but herself. But there's some, like, the the shot of him with the shadow icon. There's some good shot. Yeah. Rennie kind of went off. Oh, and also shout out to, um, what's the Gina Davis one that's really good? A Long Kiss Goodnight. Yeah. Yep. That's a really good movie too. They it's were married too. Also. Yeah, because I remember before that they did Cutthroat Island, which was yeah. like one of the biggest flops of all time. But low key but is actually they, good. <laughs> it probably isn't that bad. And then like the shot of Kincaid screaming as the camera pans up, you see like all the cars. That shot was super cool. Yep. I will say though, his death is a little meh. It is, but it's rare. I mean, I think, because I don't think in every nightmare somebody is getting killed by Freddy's glove. I was trying to think about that, like um, the that wizard fucker in the last movie. <laughs> okay, and yeah. I think I saw this too. I I mean, his claws are iconic. I like it when he's like swiping and missing people, but when you mm-hmm. actually kill people with it, with all the other crazy shit that usually right. happens, it's a little like, eh, you know. But it's I mean, it's it's no Tina from Nightmare One. Oh my God! Honestly, one of, one of the best deaths of all time for sure. Yeah. So good. I just loved uh like the whole yeah the whole set that Kincaid's in this like junkyard of cars. And he's jumping all around like that. That was that, well done. Yeah. That's just it looks really good. Like obviously they didn't have like probably a hundred cars that are all stacked up, but it looks fantastic. Well, right. And talk about like the feeling of dreams and like feeling claustrophobic. Like he wakes up in the trunk originally, and then he's just surrounded by all of these cars. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is random, but <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned this in the nightmare three episode, but Joey looks like Nav Campbell to me. Oh my God. I see it. Do you see it? I see it. <laughs> Especially with the long hair. He looks kind of like he looks kind of like Sydney in Scream Three with that semi mullet. Oh my uh, god! I'm not gonna be able to unsee that now. Thanks. Sorry, people. <laughs> but Joey's still a hornball, like he was in Part Three, because that's what got him almost killed in Part Three was a naked right. This was done really well too. Well, I'm with... sure you like this. Oh yeah, you got you got uh, a naked chick. Great. <laughs> Well, I like how, because he's got, like, the poster with the model in it, and mm-hmm. then I like when he looks up and she's gone, 
And then, of course, Fr- Freddie has his iconic line, how's this for a wet dream? That was great. Which they tried to bring back in the shitty remake, and it didn't work. Yeah, and the fact that, you know, he just comes up from the bed with, like, his gloves slashing away, and, like, Joey's just getting jostled around in the waterbed, and then all of a sudden you just see the big, you know, splurge of blood. And the glow from the lights in the bottom is super cool and well shot, I think. So this is a waterbed then? Or was a waterbed? Yeah. Like, waterbeds suck. Let's be honest. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Ex- yeah, exactly. Definitely seems like an 80s thing. I remember. Like, I think I tried to sleep on, like, my friend's bed, like, back in the day. Yeah. When people still had waterbeds. And it was just never. I would just go and sleep on the floor because I couldn't do it. I remember my. I visited an aunt in Tennessee once and they had a waterbed. And I thought, like, you know, being a kid, like, wow, this is like the coolest thing ever. Right. But I don't think I even slept in it. <laughs> like, it seems like a cool idea. Yeah. And then I would just be worried, like, it would poke and, you know. Then you have a huge mess. Well, right. And how are you going to bang on it? A real question. You know what? Yeah, it's a good point. Like, how, what if how, you're somebody who gets seasick, you know? Yeah. And you're just like motion, moving around a little bit. Like, ugh. I got be right back. I take out Mechlisi. <laughs> okay. So now let's talk about matching luggage. Well, yeah. What is that? Is that, that's not an eighties thing, right? Like uh, that phrase. Probably an eighties saying. I've never heard that. I've never heard that. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> yeah. It's like somebody comes up to you is like, you look really tired. Like, fuck you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, thanks. <laughs> But yeah, I think this is when we get like the exposition about Dream Master from Alice. I don't, I don't even remember what what is the whole Dream Master thing. It's a rhyme, right, or something that she remembers. Where this Dream Master is supposed to keep like the bad people away or something, and if you say it, then your your dreams will get better and the evil will go away. But then, Kristen being Kristen is very dramatic in class and hits the wall and gets knocked out. And I guess you don't have to take somebody <laughs> knocked out to an actual hospital. Just take them to the school nurse. Cause they'll know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it'd be hilarious if like, then they're just there like, Hey, we're fine. <laughs> we're just late. Like, calm down. <laughs> Stay calm. <laughs> Stay calm. And then we get this awesome cameo by Robert England as school nurse. That was awesome. Did you know that was him, Matt? Uh, a little bit, like towards the end. <laughs> not, at, not at first. Like, who's that sexy lady? <laughs> I like Freddie here, like with his one liners in, so in this movie. You don't mind MTV pop culture, Freddie? No, I like it. I'm on board with it. I don't know if I like it more or less, but I, I like it. You know, like more or less than. Right. Like, oh, gee, Freddie. For me, like three got the perfect balance between that and mm-hmm. being serious. And mm-hmm. here they just went like full steam with it. But I still. Yeah. It makes for a fun movie. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I know like some people have problems with it. And, you know, especially like him being like that in the next couple also. Mm-hmm. But just relax, people. Have fun. It's camp. <laughs> Um, did you notice, Matt, the name of the diner? The Craven like, Diner? I see sh- what they did there. I, I sure did. They're pretty clever. <laughs> it's funny, like, before, I'm so dense, like, before I saw the documentary, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I realized that. We were idiots. <laughs> Matt, Matt knows what's up, though. <laughs> did, or did you watch the documentary? I've seen the documentary, like, six it's, times. 
No, I haven't. No, you don't have that much time. No, I don't. I've not seen the documentary. You don't have eight hours. It's an eight-hour documentary. Well, I don't know how long was it. Like five hours. So then we get this iconic scene where they go to the Elm Street house, and our girl Elaine Parker pulls up, screaming at her daughter. (laughs) Kristen, the scene. (laughs) Get the hell away from that house. On delay and. As I said before, I probably quote this almost every day of my life, screaming at my dogs to hurry up for being outside. On delay. On delay. <laughs> and then the the noise of her peeling out of the street is so funny. Like, I, I expected to hear some, like, explosions off screen, a car crash. She peeled the she fuck had to get, out She of had there. to get, go get home to her man and get him his bourbon. Yeah, she had to get more dick, like in the part three. She couldn't be bothered Teresa. with her daughter's troubles. <laughs> Elaine, where do you keep the bourbon? I'll be right down. <laughs> Priorities. Get that D, Elaine. Like, and I, the older I get, the more I I'm mean, on Elaine's side. The older you get. You know? I'm like... Right. Who wants to deal with a troubled daughter? Like this is like a lot of work. You gotta, you gotta get the dick when you can get it. She's gotta get it in, and, that, and then um, Kristen doesn't want to eat. Something wrong with the cuisine? Her mom says. Yeah, and then she's like, "Gee, mom, when two of your friends die in the same day, see what it does to your appetite." <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, I mean, maybe I'm wrong about sleeping pills, but these kick in pretty quick. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure she hasn't been sleeping, but, like, this is aggressive. Like, elephant tranquilizers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm wondering how many she actually slipped her. This also seems, like, not like a great decision. Just drug her child. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, she's mother of the year. Like, this is so dramatic, but, like, I love, like, the overhead shot that's, like, spinning. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> How, how this movie didn't win Best Cinematography at the Oscars, I'll never know. And no, I'm not kidding. She's just taking, she's just taking like all of her dresser drawers out. Kristen is the most dramatic girl. In her sound effects, oh, oh. <laughs> Tuesday, please come on our podcast. We do love you. Open invite. We do. Yeah. I mean, this movie had camp. She is camp. She invented camp. <laughs> Did it, didn't she play Madonna in a TV movie or something? I know people always said that she looked like Madonna, and she does, like young Madonna. I can see that. I can't remember. That sounds familiar, though. Then, you know, she dreams someplace fun. I like how she got like a moment of peace here. That was nice. Give her a little win. Yeah, she's like, I'm just going to chill, get a tan on this beach, forgets her troubles. You know, and you know, she has to thank Alice for giving her that idea to dream someplace fun. Yeah, she says, <laughs> thanks, Alice. Thanks, and then she Alice. says, what does she say to the little girl, Brandon, too? Iconic. Hi, little girl. <laughs> <laughs> great dialogue and great acting. And then <laughs> the little girl is just always giggling at her. <laughs> right. what, what is your name? Alice. I have a friend named I... Alice. <laughs> 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 I 
I can't I can't picture Patricia Arquette in this movie. I mean, so. <laughs> oh man, especially with those amazing lines. Right. And then we have Freddy with his sunglasses. Like this is camp. Like yeah. I see this gif. This is a famous gif now. Where he puts them on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's falling through the quicksand. That's a cool shot. Yeah, like this is almost like a, a bit of a callback to like Tina's death in the first one. Like this isn't a death, obviously, but like her like on the ceiling and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And she's back in the Freddy house. And then we have the scene which is like, I don't know, it's where she calls Alice to come into her dream, but then instantly regrets it and slaps her. <laughs> Alice is yeah. just like, what is going on? Alice, you wake up, slap. Alice, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Alice didn't ask for this. She's giving Alice a lot of mixed, mixed messages here. <laughs> Alice is literally just staring at her and like, fear and disbelief like what the fuck Why i mean we, we we're here? all in disbelief i think at this part <laughs> she, alice is like i need to get myself a better group of friends <laughs> alice is glad that most of her friends have died in the span of like 20 minutes yeah so um Kristen gets thrown into this fire pit and then does her best Ryu from Street Fighter impression with some like fireball thing. None of this makes sense. Yeah, how does but she it's fine. how does she know she can just transfer this magical power? <laughs> Cause she's not the dream master, Alice is, right? No. Alice turns out to be the dream. Yeah, like but like Yeah, this is I just the writers it. like, okay. We got to make this work somehow. We're, we're out of ideas here. This is the start of where Alice starts taking on all of the powers of all the kids who have passed. <laughs> only, only these kids from this movie, though. The other kids don't matter from the past. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it has to be like a recent kill. <laughs> right. There's a statute of limitations on the kills. So. <laughs> So Kristen's dead. She's all burned up. Bye, Kristen. Bye, Kristen. Matt just shut the movie off at this point. <laughs> I was I was just like, okay, I guess we can go there. <laughs> Tuesday night is not in the rest of this movie. I'm not interested. <laughs> she has one more scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's got yeah, Rick's little dream. Yeah. And I guess the scene where they're watching the old videos was completely improvised because they like had no script. So, <laughs> right. Well, and I guess she... We'll get there, but when the movie theater, when the whole cast is sitting there, that's a cool shot. Oh my god, I love that! Like that's very, like surreal. Like yeah, it's like it's a little twitterish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But okay. Alice, uh, all of a sudden, she she develops a new habit. Yeah. Wait, I don't smoke. <laughs> okay, where did you get you? You must have gotten the cigarettes from somewhere. You know, a lighter, yeah. cigarettes. <laughs> Do they pull out? Did she pull them out of her ass? Like <laughs> the cliche eighties, like smoking in the bathroom in high school. <laughs> she just whips a match out and she's like, "Wait, I don't smoke." <laughs> she's doing math. Wait, I don't do math. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And we don't know why she has. She starts taking on like the habits of others. It just it just happens, right? Yeah, yeah. We're even just, even we're though, just like we're gonna go along with this, even though this never happened to Kristen. 
Really, like we're just we're just we're in for the ride. <laughs> Kristen's power was being able to pull people into her dreams. Alice's power is, you know, taking all these powers to you know who she's like. Kill an evil. She's like yeah. the rogue of the nightmare movies, <laughs> right? Oh yeah, that's rogue's power. Did you see that new trailer, Matt, for X Men '97? No. You'll get the it's nostalgia feels. Good. They knew what they were doing. You see the Deadpool three trailer? Yeah. With a little T. Well, we all know Wolverine's in it. I'm not as excited as most people. No. Are. Oh, I just I, lo- I like the Deadpool movies. I'm a but mark. I'm also like, you're not gonna fucking show Wolverine. We all seen the pictures already. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> all the leaks. We, they could have showed him at that. I was we, annoyed. We know he's in his yellow suit. Right. Come on now. And then we have. Poor Sheila's death. Poor she- this one pissed me off because I, out of all like the new characters, I think I liked Sheila the most. Because she's a nerve with asthma. What's not to love about her? Right. Exactly. And all she wanted was to fit in. <laughs> the robot hand thing is a little random. I think the filmmakers even shaded this. They were just like, yeah, we're <laughs> just like. We don't know what to yeah. do, so we're just going to do that. I mean, we had this prop sitting in the she's warehouse. She's a dork, so she likes robots, so we're going to attack her with this random robot arm thing. Well, remember she gave that thing to, um, that little gadget to Alice right before she started smoking. Yeah, this gadget, which will come into play randomly at the end, which is weird. I like, did like the shot when they zoom out, though. And like the way the floor the is. Floor, yeah. yeah, the way it's painted. That looks so yeah. good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. And the actual death is good too. Like, I mean, like, Freddie obviously never heard the word consent, but right. he's like, you want to suck face? She's instantly like, no. And then boom. That was a cool effect. And it's funny, like, on the documentary, she talks about how Freddie's dentures fell out into her oh, mouth. It was like the scene in Not Another Teen movie. <laughs> But less gross. <laughs> so why is Alice doing absolutely nothing? Well, she's trapped. She's stuck in her vest. Yeah, there's like a oh. thing that goes in front. There's a lot happening in this movie, so I could see on your first tra- watch. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't notice her getting. Trapped. There's a lot of random things that happen in Nightmare on Elm Street Four. Should have been Daydreamer, but Dream Master. But yeah, I was sad Sheila died. I actually do like all the characters in this yeah. movie. I think they're all pretty likable. Mm-hmm. But then uh, another big explosion and Alice wakes up and Sheila is having a quote-unquote asthma attack. And that's how they say that she died. Yeah, no one seems concerned with all of these deaths. They're just like, oh, more kids well, died. Well, it's, it's Springwood. You know, it's just another <laughs> day. Another teen died. Right. Oh, well. Okay, can we talk about Rick's run through the hall? Oh my god, he runs at like the speed of light. Oh my god. <laughs> this almost seems like the lighting is so good in this. I'm like, I don't know. It almost seemed like a real movie for a second. I was like, oh. With his running? Well, maybe not his run, but the lighting. It was oh, very lighting. Like, oh. Very good. Alice had a little bit of a weird run too. Like she like does she it like, was like Sydney running in Scream One after her scene with Billy. I'm sorry if my traumatized life is a inconvenience right. to you and your perfect existence. Then she runs and it was like a like I'm a like, half you know, run and then he went like too much. <laughs> and then he pounds on the locker. He was giving me Christian Slater and Heathers vibes. 
I don't know why. But Dan is like, what's going on? And, like, and Rick is like, I don't know, but this isn't a coincidence. We're all dropping like flies here. Okay, then we get a cameo by Bob Shea, producer. Well, yeah, he was the teacher in the classroom that where Sheila and well, Alice The scene's after, actually, when Rick's having his little episode. Oh, yeah, you're um, right. But yeah, Bob Shea, I guess he wanted to be an actor or something, because this, like, he was, wasn't he in the gay bar in part two, Brandon? And then he'll be yes. in, was he not in five? I know he was in six. He, in part, I, I know in part one, he was, like, in the background as, like, one of, like, a newest person. Like, there, you can't see him at all, but he was in there. So Rick's taking, like, a dream shit, and, like, all these cheerleaders come in and then then his ex-girlfriend whose dad comes in <laughs> rick <laughs> which was a great which is great to see her all like burnt up and crap she looked pretty good there i mean that was a cool shot too with the mm-hmm. whole mirror shot and then she turns around and she's all burnt right because it was done practically you had a double right that yep. her and the makeup like they used to have to usually like their intelligence back in the day now <laughs> just be cgi yep. okay so now we have probably everybody's least favorite scene in the movie the worst the, well in the whole franchise it's pretty bad and i think they and they it's knew the it worst because yeah. what happened brandon they ran out of time and money right basically they ran out of time and money it was supposed to be some like it was supposed to start in the elevator but it was supposed to go down and come out into like space i th- so, they like, could have just killed him in the elevator <laughs> you know what i mean he gets squashed yeah. or something yeah. but or like it fills right. up with like blood or something. Yeah, do like a riff on the shine. Yeah. I don't care yeah. anything other than this hell of it, martial yeah. arts crappiness that we are this invisible to. fight scene. Yeah, I'm... right. And I guess he got killed by Freddy's glove, just not by Freddy. I mean, I will say though, it makes sense. They kind of had to have some kind of fighting scene because they set it up. Yeah, yeah. But right, do better. They could have just had him fight with Freddy for real. Right. Too afraid to show yourself, Freddy. <laughs> then they're at another funeral like they should just stay there because <laughs> this is well, the third fourth one now yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they all have their humongous 80s sunglasses on it's a vibe <laughs> yeah and of course alice is daydreaming again okay yeah. this is one of my least favorite line readings of all time and it makes me oh, cringe God. <laughs> you know what i'm talking about brandon Oh Can yeah. You... Hello, baby. Oh, and that that sounded better than how he delivers it. I hate it so much. <laughs> it was all it was all a ploy to kill Freddy or to get Freddy or whatever. And Alice is like, fuck off, you're not real. Go she knows away. what's up. <laughs> and Debbie is, you know, she's trying to act all butch lesbo and she's like <laughs> I don't work I I don't work out every day just so I can let some some what is it beat her? S- some some some, man or some guy some some creep some maniac i don't know what she says but yeah she is giving lesbian vibes i never really thought about it like we know you're not into dan you didn't notice that even i noticed that (laughs) now yeah it seems so obvious i was like wow okay let's talk about (laughs) this nunchuck scene iconic totally not a double and the behind shots her the devil's hair is like just completely a rat's nest wig. <laughs> it's so not the same color. 
This is like Lori's no. wig in Halloween 2, and they didn't match the color at all, but even worse. Robert's paycheck must have been so big. They did not have money for a good wig in this scene. I feel like Alice could have very easily just learned how to use Well, Rick chucks. was obviously doing it. Yeah. It's not- Women can't do anything. So, as- I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking from someone who has used nunchucks before, like it's not hard to get like decent with them. Like to do like the moves and stuff. Like Lisa Wilcox did not put the effort in. No. She said she even took a class. She did. Remember? Didn't she said that in the documentary that she had like one she could have taken like, like a week. Did she shade it? Yeah, she, she totally <laughs> shaded that scene. She's like, Yeah, it was a horrible double. So we'll blame we'll blame the director and the editor. Maybe they just shot footage right. just in case and then they used it. Because they didn't have high HD back then. Right. They were like, this looks fine. No one will notice. <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure even watching this on VHS as a kid, I'm like, that's a fucking wig. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of movies are probably like that, though, where it's like the quality was just not there. So they felt like they didn't, like, it looked good to them then. But like, right. Now, that's why, like, some special effects, yeah. like, you watch now on, like, 4K and you're like, oof. Yeah, that looked better. Yeah. Not everything has to be yeah. high definition, maybe. I don't know. Have you. Have you, either of you guys seen uh, someone just like made it in a computer, but it's like a video of a burning car, but no, it's not real at all? No, no, it, no, you had, it looks so realistic. Like it looks like like a car is on fire, literally in the middle of the road, but it's yeah. all computer generated. Is it AI? <laughs> I don't know if it's AI or if someone like did it themselves and like mm-hmm. edited it, sort of thing. It could be AI. I'm sure AI maybe helped. Make it look like that, but it looks scary good. This is yeah, crazy times. I don't, I don't like it. I don't know what's real anymore. I hate it. Okay, I really love this whole like Groundhog's Day situation with Dan and Alice. I think that's really clever, where they keep looping. Yeah, it's like they they start they start conversing, and you know they decide that they need to work together to try to stop. Freddy. I was confused. I was like, were you what? like, did this like rewind? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, wait, did like was my Internet crap out or something? Like, It's literally the exact same thing. OK, like, let me just. Oh, no, we're getting more of a like dab and progressing further with her. OK, let me. So this is intentional. But yes, it was, like you said, very clever. And that, it's so cool, too, because like you think, you know, like your nightmares and stuff. That's mm-hmm. totally something that happens in a nightmare. And then obviously Deb's death is iconic. You know, we don't usually see somebody turn into a bug and then crushed, you know. So, it very, just right. great effects. But then she's like, yeah, she's trapped in the the stuff there at the Roche Motel. Like, just like, you, you know, how many of those yeah. boxes have you seen, like, lying around places, you know? And then, like, someone's actually in one? Oh, God, that's crazy. Yeah, and we see, like, Freddy's big eye. Like, this is good stuff. I know. The the practical effects they used for like her arms falling off too that looked super good. Oh, oh I love it when her, her her arms fall onto the floor and just the sound. Yeah. Yo. Justice for Deb and her. Let her be a lesbian. Let her live yeah. her life. If this was me now, <laughs> Deb would be a lesbian. <laughs> yeah, she would have been. Yep. I mean, she was in the closet. It's okay. She. She was overstimulated by Dan, you know, trying to prove that she wasn't gay. 
I don't remember if this was before or after, but the scene is in the diner is really good too with the pizza. Yeah. Like when the when the Freddy finger claw goes into the pizza meatball Rick thing, it looks so good. Rick, you little meatball. <laughs> I, I like how Alice's nightmare is Alice seeing herself working at the diner as like an older right. woman. Like that was that was one of her like a fear like that they alluded to earlier on. I will say like I think that's what puts the nightmare series like over potentially over other horror series is that even if you know the script isn't completely up to par or things don't make sense like there's a level of imagination that's there yeah. that the other series don't have you know well right like in compared to like Friday the Thirteenth and you know. Granted, Halloween has Laurie, but like in Friday the 13th, you have characters that are just there to get killed. You don't care. Oh, yeah. Like the characters are always so much better in the Nightmare movies. Yeah. And also, I don't think a Friday movie ever had um, getting ready to be a badass montage, which I never gets old for me. The suit up here. The 80s suit up. <laughs> and the symbolism of Alice taking the pictures down and finally seeing her full whole face. Come on, this is this is writing. Deep. <laughs> and don't forget her, her famous quote. Fucking A. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking A. Queen. <laughs> I had I had her sign my autograph <laughs> and had her quote that on there. Because I like on her website, you can choose like what picture you want and choose like what you want her to autograph. And I had her put that. <laughs> Brandon, you could have had her sign it. Wait, I don't smoke. That would have been better. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do at the convention. <laughs> that would be hilarious. I guarantee nobody's ever asked her to sign that. And she'll love it. She'll laugh. Yeah, Steve, you think I'm joking, but I'm actually going to. <laughs> And it has to be like wait, then like dot dot dot. I don't smoke. I don't smoke. <laughs> no, I can't wait. <laughs> so yeah, Alice is a badass now. She's like doing matrix moves, jumping through windows, looking hot, wearing sexier clothing. Character development. Matrix. All it was was just yes. an outfit change. She's a total new person. <laughs> She's not this shy little meek girl that she was at the beginning. Yeah, her outfits in, earlier in the movie were pretty rough. Her big oversized dress. She's got glasses and a ponytail. <laughs> There's paint on her overalls. Disgusting. <laughs> and that's fun, too. Like, the, the spinning tu- tunnel is fun. It looks fun just to be oh, in. Oh, that was super cool. I was, when I was watching this, I'm like, there should be, like, a Freddy ride. With, like, stuff like this. Uh, like a universal ride? Yeah. That'd be fun. It's not universal, though, right? I think I read that Universal now has rides that aren't even universal. Oh, like, okay. I don't know if that's true or not, but, like, I can see out. people selling rights to them and then, like, letting them. Yeah, because DreamWorks isn't going to make their own amusement park anytime soon. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> so they're probably like, here, Universal, take, you take some of our IPs. <laughs> But yeah, Alice and Dan decide that they're going to go into Freddy's world and try to kill him. But in, after that loop, you know, after the, like Freddy, the, they 
they think they see Freddy in the middle of the road, but they actually hit a tree, right? Okay, that shot is so cool, though, when they hit, like, Invisible Freddy and you just see the car get totaled. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how they did that back then, but it was cool. So, oh, so was it a tree it that they hit? Made. Or just Freddy? Or what do they hit? Well, it was, it was, Freddy was in the dream. Freddy was in the middle of the road. Right. And they, quote, unquote, hit him. But then... In, it just Freddy disappears and the car like implodes, but then in real life it's actually a tree. oh okay yeah and Dan is hurt pretty bad and he's about to be given sedation and then Alice is like no he's allergic and they're like you should have told us that from the beginning <laughs> right they're, all the nurses are just assholes in these movies nurses and doctors oh, yeah. paramedics they're just douchebags. And we have like this whole church thing, and we have the random kids singing. Are th- are they singing the Freddie song, the one two Freddie's coming for you, with better vocals than Alicia Keys at the Super Bowl? Yeah, but you only oh can God. go up from there. <laughs> um, sorry to you, Alicia Keys stands. Come on the pod. Yeah, you want to guess on the pod? Okay, I love Alice's random backflips. I mean. It's so much cooler to approach somebody by doing flips randomly than just running. I could not do that. I could not what do a flip. What movie were we watching where they did that? It was that was a Buffy thing. Brandon and yeah, Buffy. go back and listen yeah. to our episode featuring Brandon on um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer from 1992. <laughs> also camp. Um, yeah, we love a random flip. <laughs> it's very Power Rangers esque for me. And Freddie, Freddie's like, oh, she's got moves now. <laughs> I really like the music cues during that scene, though, too, because it goes like from quiet and then little inserts of music. It's super cool. Oh, I forgot to mention in Rick's iconic death, the they have like an Oriental version of the nightmare theme, which is was very oh, funny yeah. to me. Is that cultural <laughs> appropriation? It's probably not great. Not a, that maybe not didn't age well. <laughs> Do I still stand it? Yes. But see. It, the big Here's like the things about the, <laughs> those those kinds of things. I think we can look at it now and know that it's like bad or not great, but we like know that it's bad. So I think we can appreciate it a little more. Like, right? That's why. Yeah, some people are like, "Oh, I can't watch that movie ever again." I'm like, yeah. "You can watch it and say, okay, this didn't age well.' Yeah, and recognize that and still enjoy the movie. Right? You know. But there's also different levels. Right. Like, I'm sure there's certain movies with like really bad things, but. Mm-hmm. Or directed by pieces of shit, you know, like the Jeepers Creepers movies. But we won't get into that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what is this waveform device made by Sheila? Do we know or we're we just like, oh, it just, it just we're just supposed up. to roll with it. I okay. Think. Okay. That's fine. I, I mean, I almost feel like it's supposed to be. At first, I thought it was just a bug zapper for death. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. It's some electrical device. Yeah, Alice is like, I'm going to grab this wire from this inside of this church wall, and it's going to have this electric thing that hurts Freddy. You talk about Hadoukens. This is a Hadouken. This is a Hadouken <laughs> and a half. Like, That's an awesome shot, too, though, when it, it zooms right through Freddy, the hole that it made. Oh, yeah, then when he puts his hands up and the hole is yeah. gone. Like, almost everything in this movie like holds up really well. But I also... Maybe I missed something in the movie, but like this whole Freddy quote unquote death 
like I don't know where this came from. Like if he looks at his reflection, he's gonna die because he's so ugly. I think that's <laughs> is that part of the Dream Master thing too? Like the the rhyme. So she like remembers it at the end. Very convenient. It is this one <laughs> that they all the children like pin him up against the cross, right? Yeah, like this looks amazing yeah. though. Like like I think the actual like way she goes about this seems random and weird and like oh well just we're just throwing anything at the wall at this script. <laughs> but like the effects are so fucking cool. And the way they did it, I watched the behind the scenes thing aside from the documentary, they on YouTube for part three and part four they have like a two hour behind the scenes some guy was just walking around set with a camcorder and they're yeah mm. it's super cool to see all this. wasn't this just like a it was like a giant freddy chest wasn't it and then you had real people yep. like coming out of it one of them is actually played by linnea quigley scream queen linnea yes. quigley trash from return of the living dead because she loves to show her tits no like this this would have absolutely if this was me now this would have been all cgi yeah it looked garbage. It looked. You guys are right. It looks so freaking good. And like when they rip his jaw off, oof! Oh my god, I know. And I saw somewhere too that that was like the one day that Robert England's parents came to visit set, and he was just pinned up against this whole thing all day. Oh, <laughs> poor Robert. I love though in the beginning of this movie, like he gets the Robert Anglin in credit before the title. Yes, like that's when you know like Freddie was like it yep. at the time, and I feel like that's not even a thing anymore. Like, do you ever see like an actor's name no. in and then the title? No, it was like an announcement then. It should have said Tuesday Night in <laughs> A Nightmare on Elm Street Four right. Daydreamer. As and then Robert England just shows up in like the random and also Robert England. <laughs> <laughs> Special appearance. But by... you thought this was <laughs> But Matt, after this quote unquote death, you're like, this is it, right? Freddie's dead. I knew there were I figured there were more. I figured. I don't know how there's more, but I figured there would be more. Like this seems like a great ultimate death for Freddie. The souls, yeah. like finally taking, like killing Freddy and getting revenge, and but this being free, but this made more money than all the other movies. So you so know, you, you got to follow that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to, you can't leave a money maker like that on the table. So I will be interested to see how this pans out in Nightmare on Elm Street Five. I'm telling you, if Alice just kept her legs closed. <laughs> Here's the thing about Five. I'll say without getting into it, like Five gets a lot of shit, but. My main qualm with five is for one the Freddy makeup, <laughs> and uh, oh, I hate yeah, it so much. She looks like one of those old ladies. But they tried with five to be less campy. They did. Like, yeah, they, they tried... did. They did try to make it more serious. But then it. you still yeah. have then you still have scenes like the comic scene. Yeah, it's like sending mixed messages. Right. But we'll definitely talk about yeah. that one. And how the unedited Soon. one is 10 times better. <laughs> oh, there's two versions. Yeah. With longer deaths. Ooh. Yeah. Like, I always go back and, for back and forth on whether I prefer five or six. Because those are the two that get the most hate, other yeah. than the remake, I would say. And, you know, I still don't think 
that they're awful. I no, no, I love every single one. Everybody has their favorites. So, you can't yeah. say there's any movie in this franchise other than the remake that didn't try. Exactly. Yep. They're all going for something. Exactly. And the fact that so many, especially Rachel Talley, she was in, she was included with every single Nightmare movie. And yeah, then she finally, was so involved yeah. with the franchise. And Robert Shea, and yeah. I think I can appreciate what this franchise like tries to do something a little different in each movie. Because if you just see the same shit every time, it's like... Right, like, even if stuff doesn't really make sense, yeah. like, you're just like, oh, this is still, you know, fun and visually yeah. interesting. And, you know, you get cool dream scenes, at least. Mm-hmm. And, yep. You know, Tuesday night acting her ass off. Right. I mean, she was putting forth her energy. (laughs) The end result. You can't say Tuesday wasn't trying. Yeah, exactly. And again, like you said earlier, no shade towards her because she's Tuesday. But yeah, be calm. (laughs) Yes. Remember, people, be calm. Thanks, Alice. (laughs) And hi, little girl. Oh, Lord. Hi, little girl. (laughs) Meryl Streep could never. No. Uh, But overall, Matt, another good entry. Another another great entry in the series. Like I said, I'm interested to see how they come back, because this would have seemed like a good place to end it, or like retcon something, or do something with the series, but yeah, I'm, I'm... I'm ready for part five. He's ready to go. I'm ready for part yes. two as well. I should probably watch that at some point. <laughs> part and two. Part five. Yeah. Part five honestly has, for me at least, the biggest jump scare. <laughs> really? I can't even think of what yeah. that would be. It's Give me a hint. No, don't. It, okay, it's towards the beginning. <laughs> oh, the bed? Yes. Yeah. That was, that was really well done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes, that was... I'm I'm glad to have you on, Brandon, to talk about finally, you know, a a movie in your favorite franchise. So yes. thank you for coming on. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. Anytime, you guys. So you're saying we'll have to have him on for uh Nightmare Five then? Yeah, unless like we jump to New Nightmare or then go back. <laughs> Brandon, would you be down for another nightmare uh episode? I would a hundred and twenty percent be down for New Nightmare especially. Yeah. All right, all right. I think we need to do a re-review of the remake. Oh no, fuck that. <laughs> we just no, Crickets. that doesn't deserve any more attention. <laughs> yeah, fuck Snoozy that, Mara needs to not be talked about anymore. Snoozy Mara, like girl, act. She she <laughs> needed a little bit of Tuesday night's energy, right? You know, or freaking Katie Cassidy should have been the lead. <laughs> remake queen. Yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks again, Brandon, for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me again, you guys. Anytime. But yes. what do we have next time, Matt? For our next episode, we have from 2000, What Lies Beneath. Yes, that will be a good discussion. Thanks again, guys. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Horror Stands. We're also on TikTok at Horror Stands Podcast. If you can give us a review, a follow, or a five-star rating. It really helps us out. We appreciate you guys so, so much. 
Yes, like, subscribe. Thank you to each and every one of you who tunes in and listens. And again, thank you, Brandon, for coming on. Love having you. Absolutely. Thanks again. Sure. And we'll see you guys for the next one. <laughs>